and welcome to Midnight Pun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Katie, and I'm here because I need something to do other than plan Christmas presents, watch Christmas films, and just think about Christmas in the month of November. So I need something else to do. <laughs> wow, I, I really love that move for you. Um, I'm Liv, and I'm here because, much like a toxic relationship, I know I shouldn't keep going back to this book, but I'm just so curious to find out what happens next. <laughs> Not a lot, apparently. Yeah. This is um, chapter 14, Closer. Mm-hmm. Got a level with you guys, it's just nothing happens. Oh god, nothing happens. I mean, right, so, you know, last week, everything you talked about last week, right, just condensed that right mm-hmm. down into 15 pages, and that's all that happens, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um. Let's just get right into it. What was your favourite line? My favourite line, let me find it. I mean, I had I actually had two this week, but we'll go for the for the best one. Goggle at me, will you, you bat-faced little nuisance? <laughs> <laughs> That's from Rosalie, isn't That's it? That's from Rosalie because Edward. So Edward is at lunch with Bella, and he's doing his little "I'm gonna ask you questions about your life" thing, and um, Bella's like, "Oh my god, does your family not like me?" And Edward's like, "Oh no, it's not that they don't like you." And Rosalie is just there thinking really loudly. I freaking hate this girl. I hate her so much. Like that he calls her bat face. Bat face. I like the implication uh, that Edward is in fact ugly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favourite was that Bella talked about her square dancing partner. Yes. So that's some deep Bella lore that she did square dancing yeah. as a class. <laughs> Love that for her. Because like, we know she does dance class but I'd assume like ballet <laughs> and she does do ballet yeah but i like that square dancing was also uh-huh. part of it <laughs> i mean can we have a brief america explain um yeah what the heck's up with square dancing square dancing seems fun but i didn't yeah. know that it was something that you'd learned i thought it was just like mm-hmm. you were going vibe i didn't think you'd have classes i don't know america explain <laughs> yeah it's very i assumed it was kind of like a keely mm-hmm you know, where you just yeah, yeah, yeah. go, there's a band, you dance. It's good vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great vibes. Both good Keely. <laughs> anyway, America explain. <laughs> What's up with square dancing? Right, so should we get... Right, this chapter, I think, is about 15 pages long. Uh-huh. Should we just do a really quick yeah. chapter summary? Super Edward quick, takes quick. Bella to school. Yep. But that's it. Like and they day. have half a school day. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's it. And then he... Alice, in the middle of lunch, has a vision of Bella's face, goes, like, yeah. mental, and is, like, sh- like mind-screaming in Edward's head about how much she loves her, and then is like, we need to leave. So they leave at lunch, they go to Bella's house and drive her truck back to the school so she doesn't need to walk home, which, you know, nice enough. Um, and then that's it. And I, I was confused. I was very confused. Yeah. To be quite Functionally, honest. I feel like this is a waste of a chapter. Yes. Because it right, cause I know that the chapters directly line up with the Twilight chapters to an extent. So, like, chapter 14, this will happen. So, I'm sure Bella goes and does lots of stuff in chapter 14. Yeah. But they just... I don't know, because him and Alice go off to have, like, a conversation or whatever, but that's in the next chapter. So, this chapter is just walk to school, walk out of school. Yeah. And I really don't have... A lot to talk about. Yeah. Like, there's bits and bobs, but eh, mm. there's just not a lot that happens. Like, come yeah. on, give me something. <laughs> it really happens. Like, I-, I will read to you Alice's vision. Suddenly, I was caught up in one of Alice's visions. The little meadow where no one ever went besides me. Sorry, I am paraphrasing, like, I'm cutting little bits out. So, basically, they're in the meadow. 
future, not past. Bella stared at me, rainbows dancing across her face, her eyes fathomless, so I was brave enough. So basically, Alice is seeing them in the meadow and him taking yeah. the shirt off and being a little disco ball all over Bella's face. And I think it. so. I honestly was a bit unsure of what the vision was because yeah. Bella, Alice goes so like mad for it. Yeah, she's like, she's it's just, the same she starts place. screaming, I love her, I love her. And I just, yeah. what, so, because what I couldn't tell is that if it was the same place as where she'd seen her dead body. Yeah. And if it was like, oh, there's another option where she does yeah. stay human. We all know that that doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just weird because she also doesn't explain it because basically it's like, Edward gets this vision, he also gets all of Alice's freaking out emotions and then she's like, I won't let you walk away from this, Edward. I love her. And like, it's really mm-hmm. weird. And he's like, I don't understand why she's doing this. I'm like, I don't understand why she's doing this. And I assume it's just going to be something we get in the next chapter, but at this yeah. point, like, why write this yeah. half, write chapter this half chapter at all? I personally believe yeah. that this is a ploy by Alice <laughs> to get to say hi to Bella, yeah. because she does this, in this book, we finally have some nice Bella and Alice interaction, and it is just them saying hi to each other, because Edward won't let Alice push her look, and I'm like, no friendship allowed, only me telling her our family secrets, but you can't be her friend. Yeah. I can tell her about vampires and everything, but you can't say, yeah. hello, let's go shopping. <laughs> Oh, and he, like, heavily implies that he might murder Bella again this chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah. also, can I say, I actually find it really creepy that he's like, I'm so happy that Bella's never been on a date before. Because oh, I've never been on a date before and we can be each other's first love. It just really creeped me out. And then also, there was a moment in this chapter where Edward's, like, asking Bella what she wants to do when she grows up. And, like, obviously he does this whole thing with this veneer of, like, weird scepticism because he hates her mum. And, like... Yeah. Bella's incredibly practical, I will say this. She wants to go to a university that is close enough so she can live at home and probably a state university because, you know, it's what she can afford. She's not there like, I want to go to, like, a university in England or whatever, for example. And Edward Mm -hmm. gets, like, really sad and he's like, ugh, all the wings of her dreams are clipped because she has to look after one her whole life. And I'm like, no, Edward, she's just not as rich as you are. Like, I know. She's like, oh, you know, I'd really want to go into publishing, but then I've decided to be an English teacher instead because there's actually more jobs being a teacher than being in publishing. Yeah. Which, I mean, Kate and I are both pursuing jobs that aren't teaching in, like, the English arts kind of sector. and like Yeah, but yeah. not the jobs we super thought we'd be going for and doing, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, if you asked us what we'd both be doing, they'd be very different from what we're doing. But, like, yeah. we're vibing, we're on the ladder, exactly. we're doing what we, we need are. to do. We're like, love. most people have to do that aren't buying their way into a job (laughs) yeah exactly that's the thing is edward's supposed to be doing this thing where he's like so sad for bella because like oh well her mum was erratic when she was a child so she spent her whole life being a caregiver and it's like well that's not it at all she's just being Renee writes i'm sorry that she hasn't given up her entire personality and life to be a mother she's Uh provided a stable home for her daughter Uh and she also hasn't given up her entire personality there's something in this chapter that I really yeah. hated where he says mm-hmm. part of me would have preferred that Bella had an easier more traditional childhood what do yeah. you mean say what you mean do you mean nuclear family Stephanie yeah. Mayer <laughs> what's well, your exactly vibe what miss I don't, I don't know I just find it disgusting and like yeah. Edward's bum died and his dad was not yeah. great like why are we celebrating this weird yeah. traditional childhood when she has two parents that love her uh-huh. that she can stay between and now her yeah. mum, now that Bella's not there, moves around a lot. Whereas Bella's mum may do yeah. having loads of different jobs and going away at weekends 
which is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Like, mothers are allowed to yeah. have fun as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, they're not. Once you're a mum, you can only be like yeah. Esme, and your children have to be your entire life, and you can't have any personality no. besides that. There's a lot of really weird shaming there in this is. chapter towards Renee, and it's all from Edward, because he's... Yeah, Bella's so vibes with it. She's like, yeah, like, I looked after my mum a bit, which, like, is fine. <laughs> Edward just solidly judges Bella like this entire mm-hmm. chapter but it also made me really sad because Bella does have dreams like yeah. she wants to go to university and she wants to go to university somewhere like nice and sunny and she wants to be a teacher and I actually think that Bella would be a lovely she teacher would. she's very kind she's very caring she's very intelligent as well and it's like you know what she has these dreams firstly Edward disparages mm-hmm. them because he thinks good that those dreams are yeah. not good enough for her which by the way if you ever shame someone's choices and what they want to do when they grow up because they're too intelligent or something for that, then mm, I'm, me and you yeah. are going to have some words, sunshine, because mm, uh-uh. no. And also, and then I was like, you know, actually, this is really freaking sad because actually Bella never gets to do any of that. Bella gets married at the age of 18 and then has a child. And Bella does want that, but it's so sad that that closes all of her other doors. You know what I mean? Like, as far as we know, she doesn't go to it. Like, we don't know what super happens beyond the end of Breaking Dawn. Wow. But she doesn't move to a sunny town and do a, mm-hmm. a degree, as far as we're aware. Like, she just kind of vibes with the Cullens forever, redoing yeah. high school. Like, <laughs> we don't know. She might go off and do uni and stuff, but she has these, like, dreams yeah. outside of Edward. And right now, she doesn't mm-hmm. really think, well, I can have one or the other. She's kind of like, both would be good vibes. Like... I think Bella, to an extent, yeah. loves Edward. Bella loves Edward to the extent of you really yeah. are really into someone that you've mm-hmm. been dating for a few mm-hmm. months but haven't kissed yet, you know what I mean? It's different. Mm-hmm. You're not planning your whole life around them. Yeah. And I like that Bella has dreams yeah, and it exactly. makes me sad that they're not, like, prioritised. And it's not just that Edward doesn't prioritise them. Bella fully gives up on them. Like, you stop hearing about this yeah, kind of thing. Because yeah. he wants her But she to. just doesn't bring it up, really, again, as soon as she's like, yep, vampire time. She's mm-hmm. like, yep, that's my future with you. And I'm like, but Bella, you can yeah. keep having your dreams. I'm sure Edward would not yeah. begrudge you that much. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's very like, better yourself. And whatever. With all my infinite vampire money, let me change your car. Yeah. She's like, no, I, I want to do yeah. my things, please. <laughs> so, yeah, it made yeah. me pretty sad. Yeah, it's really interesting to me because actually, like, Edward... Um, up until Breaking Dawn is very much like no Bella you need to apply for like Dartmouth although actually sorry he doesn't say Bella you should apply to Dartmouth he sends off the application yeah. for her <laughs> can I get yeah. a control if someone does want to pay um, for my uni application so you can do that uh, just tell me first <laughs> yeah just tell me first he applies to universities for her and she's like wait what and she gets accepted which I'm not surprised by you know my girl's smart but yeah so smart up until Breaking Dawn, Edward's like, no, you need to go to college, and you need to do this, and you need to do that, and then she gets pregnant, and then he's like, never mind, you don't have any hopes and dreams anymore, you have a baby! And I'm like, hmm. You're a mother You're now, a mother. miss. No more dreams for May you. I, I'm sorry, I just need to add this in here. We are not mum shaming. If, if you want to be a stay-at-home mum, that's totally fine, and like, you know, oh, I yeah, no, no. respect that decision. No, it's just that Bella has different yeah. dreams, and like, she should be able to do both, yeah. especially with no sleep exactly. needed. A huge, massive support system mm-hmm. of a family. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, do whatever you want. But it's just very clear that they just turn around Bella's character for plot reasons, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying the concept of getting married young and having children no. is, is sad in and of itself. I'm just saying that, like, it's so clear that Bella has dreams outside of, you know, getting married to Edward and things like yeah. that. And it just makes me sad that, like, all her dreams just get 
shunted to one yeah. side for a boy who is a, he's not even a good yeah. boy. <laughs> Bad he's boy. terrible. <laughs> Bad boy. Actually, speaking of types of boy, can we get a hell yeah for cat boy Edward Cullen this? I don't know what you're talking about, ma'am. <gasps> you miss? don't? What did I miss? Catboy Edward Cullen is what you missed. So, um, Rosalie has just, like, yelled and called Edward a bat-faced little monster in her mind. Bella is staring at Rosalie, who is glaring at her, and she's gone, like, completely white. And Edward says this. I turned quickly and shut Rosalie, a threatening glare, my lips pulling away from my teeth. I hissed quietly at her. <laughs> Catboy Edward Cullen. How progressive. He's in your room wearing his little jingly jangly ears. <laughs> Can we talk about how he's just in her room at the beginning and she's like, what did you do last night? And he's like, it's uh, not my day to answer questions. It's so weird. Nothing. <laughs> and at one point he's like, hmm, I really should tell her about this, but I feel really bad because what if she stops me from doing it? And I'm like, well, Edward, that's the reason why you have to tell her, my love. Well, he's not going to stop anyway. He still watches her in gym yeah. class. And he gets really annoyed because yeah. he's like, technically it's a lie by omission by not showing her how completely murdery I can be. And I'm like, you know what else is a lie by omission? Not telling her you're in her room at night. Yeah, you know what's, a, you know what's not really a lie by omission? Just like, refusing to answer a direct question. Uh-huh. Like, at that point you're just lying. <laughs> like, it's not like, it's just oh, lying. Just, it didn't come up. Like, it's not like, where were you? And you're like, none of your concern. You're like, well, uh-huh. uh-huh. You know, if your husband's cheating on you but doesn't tell you, it's not a lie by omission, he's still cheating on you. <laughs> That's the biggest crime, but not truth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm watching The Undoing at the moment, and, um, spoiler alert, Hugh... Oh, is it about cheating? A little bit. Hugh Grant's character cheats on Nicole Kidman, and <gasps> at one point ends up in, um, jail, and the whole time I'm just like, yeah, leave him there. I think this is really funny. It's a funny part of human psyche to me, where... In a media especially, like, people can forgive a character for a lot, but what they can't forgive them for is cheating. And I would like to use an amazing example of this, is Jude Perry from the Magnus Archives. Um, so this woman, yeah. she has crazy fire powers. She meets mm-hmm. a guy and, like, burns his hand by mm-hmm. shaking his hand. She, like, sets fires to stuff all the time. She, like, takes delight in it because she, like, feeds off the wasted potential. <laughs> She also cheated mm-hmm. on her girlfriend, and people were way more oh, mad about terrible. that. Like, way more mad. Yeah, me too. Me too, because in, like, fiction, like, fictional fire crimes are like, haha, villain, where he's cheating, you're like, oh, that hits me deep. It's real now. It's <laughs> personal oh, now. No, it's <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want that to happen to me. I will say, it does also sour rom-coms for me. Any rom-com includes anyone yeah. cheating. I actually can't deal with it. Like, if you feel like yeah. you're going to stray... Just break up with your partner. I will yeah. still judge you if you break up with your partner and then immediately sleep with someone else. But at least you broke up with your partner first. <laughs> yeah. But, like, morally, like, fine, I guess. Yeah, like, well, morally it's a bit skewy. Not fun. For morally fine, but, like, for your, like, ex-partner, very sad. Yeah. <laughs> very sad. Very sad indeed. <laughs> well, I think... <laughs> That's the chapter. Do you want to do peaks and pits? Sure, yeah. Don't worry, we are going to talk. I've got a nice yeah. fun section rounded up, but... If you're looking, you're like, hmm, this episode seems a little short. Do not worry, babies. We got you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so peak for me, Alice. Obviously. Just being in love with Bella. Yeah. Just being so in love with Bella. Like, crazy. Yeah. She drives her truck to school. <laughs> she finds her key. She screams about how much she loves her to Edward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. 
I quite enjoyed um, the last scene because there's no reason mm. that we need to fully yep. narrate Alice going into the house, getting the key and driving oh back. God. Like, just say that it happened. Like, be like, oh, we'll sort it. But no, we have to have the full play-by-play of how it went down. It makes full me giggle. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, honestly, I will say this chapter, for only having 15 pages, has an excruciating amount of detail in it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Okay, so Pitt, once again, creepy Edward Cullen, can you just... Back off, mate. Yeah, get out of her room. Um, get stop, her room. like shooting down her goals. I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not good. It's gross, and I don't like it. Also, like literary pit. Um, I didn't know yeah. what was happening with Alice's vision or anything. I was yeah, I was pretty much just lost to be honest. And like, I get that it's like we'll reveal it in the next chapter. But when yeah. Edward is basically like an omniscient narrator because he can see everything, yeah. it's weird when he keeps stuff from the audience. Because aren't we yeah, meant to be seeing like everything that he's seeing? So when he doesn't reveal stuff, but it comes up, he like mentions it but doesn't go into it. I just don't. I don't yeah. think it works when he's meant to know everything other than Bella. Uh-huh. I think it's a very odd choice to have a stream of consciousness narrative, mm-hmm. but then your narrator is keeping things deliberately. That's not how brains work. Yeah, like like this works if you have a narrative where you have someone like retelling the story. So and mm-hmm. things like. Worthing Heights, where you have like the um, narrative yeah. that's filtered through like four different people telling stories and they recount yeah. their own bits, and you're like, well, he recounted that to him, so he doesn't have this information. You can piece it all together. Mm. Love stuff like that. How interesting. But this just yeah. starts with like Edward's stream of consciousness. He's not telling as pers- like an audience the story. You know what I mean? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's just he is like speaking directly to the reader, but the reader is like a passive thing. We yeah. have a therapist. <laughs> that would be he needs one. So. Lord knows. He really does. Lord knows he needs one. If I was a therapist reading this book, I would have more input for him if he was my client. Oh my god, right. You'd be like, hmm, seems like you have some unhealthy coping mechanisms there, sir. <laughs> right. Katie, what surprise do you have for us? <laughs> well, my surprise is um, I don't know, if you guys are into podcasts, you might know the McElroys and you might know yeah. that they have their Yahoo Answers section. And I wanted to take that and twist it a little bit and do some Twilight fandom Yahoo answers because oh they're great. They're all oh from they're, they're all listed as a decade ago. Like <gasps> that's what the listing is for them. Oh um, yeah, and some are directly oh Twilight, God. and some are vague. So I have I have I'm a so few. Excited. Oh my god, Katie, I'm so <laughs> I'm excited right now. Oh my god. Yeah, um, I have four. So pick a number between one and four, and we'll see how many we have time for. Ooh, okay, I'm going to go for three. Cool. Um, <laughs> the question is from Anonymous, and the title is, Does Bella Swan in Twilight really annoy you? <laughs> the content is, um, I've been reading the Twilight book and have been sort of enjoying it so far, sort of not. I mean, it's not great, but it's all right. Each Aww. person sees it differently, but I didn't want anyone to get offended by this. It's just a book after all. Anyway, I was wondering, does anyone else find Bella really interesting? Like, she doesn't have much personality. She's so wishy-washy-wishy-washy. Always lies about not being hungry, not tired, and not cold when she really is. At the end of New Moon, when Edward asks her to marry her, she's like, no, for no reason. If I loved someone, I would be like, yes, exclamation mark, and then update, hmm, yeah, sorry about that last bit in New Moon. I wasn't really thinking when I wrote that. (laughs) So I think that, I think people were upset about spoilers, perhaps. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think that's what the update was. 
Well, okay, so first of all, I'd like to say thank you so much, 13-year-old child who wrote this. Yeah, this is listed as from a decade ago. Um, and the source is my brain. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it's a baby. Right, okay, so, well, okay, first of all, they're not they're not wrong. Bella's personality is very wishy-washy, and I do understand yeah. being annoyed at her, because all she does is be like, I'm fine, like, constantly, and I'm like, girl, you can say if you want things, like... Yeah, I enjoy Bella more in this book. Um, yeah, me too. It's... Yeah, you know what's really interesting? It's something that's, like, weird. Like, Bella, like, really tries to be, like, incredibly low-maintenance because Edward doesn't have any needs. So she's yeah. like, well, I don't know these things either. And I'm like, baby girl, you as a human, you need, like... You need food and sleep. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and cuddles and things. Um, to answer the second thing, um, in New Moon, Bella is just turned 18. And yeah. if I was 18 and my boyfriend proposed to me... I'd say after no. going away for a long time. Yeah, um, that too. Threatening to be unalived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, threatening to be unalived and yeah. breaking her heart into a million pieces and leaving her for her own good. I'd be like, no, because you need to prove to me that I can actually trust you again. Also, we're 18. But that's the whole thing. Bella actually doesn't want to marry Edward. Yeah. I will say this this is this featured heavily in my dissertation. Bella even on her wedding day, does not want to marry Edward until she's halfway up the aisle. She's just not vibing. and She just wants to have adult relations. Um, yeah, that's it. And he's like, well, the only way to do that is to have a ceremony. And she's like, for God's sake. Okay, fine. <laughs> Bella would be quite happy going to the courthouse and being like, yep, that's sorted. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't. She doesn't actually want to marry him. Like genuinely, she like has like several like anxiety attacks about it because she just doesn't want to. Um, which, yeah, mm, not gonna. Mm, well, probably shouldn't be having like an anxiety attack like that yeah. on your wedding day. I mean, I'm probably gonna be hella anxious online. But yeah, like cold feet, fine. Being like, I don't want to do this. A bit different. Yeah, there's also different. a lot of people in. I'm not gonna read the answers out because I think that's less fun. But there's a lot of people yeah. hating on Kristen Stewart. And Kristen Stewart played, like, I will not take any nonsense about Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart played Bella perfectly. If you read the book, yes. tell me she didn't do exactly as Bella She's did. Perfect. And didn't act, like, yeah, Bella is like that. She's played it perfectly. Yeah. Like, she watch does. Kristen Stewart do anything else that she's done. You'll be like, wow. Yeah, because yeah. she's not playing herself in Twilight. She's like the character. <laughs> you know what also really irritated me is then, you know, like, way back then with the whole um not like other girls thing was to compare emma watson and Kristen stewart yeah that really irritated me because first of all if you think emma watson would have stood for that nonsense you're you're completely mm-hmm. wrong but also they, there was this whole thing of like being like oh here's how emma watson shows emotion and here's how Kristen stewart shows emotion and it was just that one picture of um Kristen stewart biting her lip like over and over and over if you actually watch the films bella has a range of emotions she does but she's also like very introverted and yeah, very she's very quiet. introverted and subtle and like she she's in a house of vampires yeah <laughs> yeah everyone assumes that Kristen Stewart is like as awkward as Bella was and I'm like I'm begging you please watch some interviews with her because like yeah she's quite an introverted person anyway but there's um yeah. you know what my favorite is the um I think it was Vogue did a what's in the tank mm. interview with her nice watch that interview it's <laughs> wonderful I love Kristen Stewart. I'm so excited for, um, what's it called? Happiest season. So excited. Looks lovely. I've shaved my undercut because of that. Yes. Really recommend if you like film a little bit. Clouds of Sils Maria is very good. Mm -hmm. So it's personal shopper. 
Love them. Both great. She's really good in them. I'd like to recommend that one 2000s film that was just like a space knockoff of Jumanji that she's in. Can't remember what it's called. But... <laughs> yeah. Also Snow <laughs> White. Recommend it. I love the Snow <gasps> White films. They're garbage and they're great. Um, I love it so much. Right. Yeah. But anyway. Can we do another one? That sure. Be fun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Pick a number. One to four. Go you just four. picked three, so one, two, or four. Uh, I did. Okay. I'm going with my lucky number, which is number four. <laughs> okay. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's not Twilight specific. Uh, it mentions Twilight, but it's not Twilight specific. Okay. And this one is from a month ago. Um, oh. The title is, oh. Is My Boyfriend a Vampire? And the <gasps> content is, it's by Anonymous. Okay, oh. so I have a new boyfriend. Yay me! Exclamation mark. We've been seeing oh. each other for about... Uh, five weeks and two days now, full stop, roughly. Oh. Anyways, a few weeks ago roughly. we had a vampire... <laughs> five months and two days, roughly. <laughs> anyway, a few weeks back we had a vampire movie marathon. I've always loved vampires and he does too. He's so perfect. The only way you think he could be hotter was if he was actually a vampire. I've been experimenting for about a year with eating my own blood. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Ever since the Twilight books came out, I've wanted to do this. I actually now consider myself a vampire. The easiest way is to collect the blood I lose naturally each month. Oh. Usually stuck in the freezer and suck the blood out later on. That was a bit more explicit. I have cleaned that up for you. Um, I decided I would try and turn my new boyfriend into a vampire. I've been cooking my blood into his food. Whenever he comes over, I make a nice pasta with tomato sauce and mix a little of my blood in it. Or if he drinks some red wine, he has no ideas. How long do you think it will take for I can class him as a vampire? When did you say this was posted again? A month ago. Yeah, okay, so this is fake. I know this post. I think so. Yeah, I thought so too, but it was just so good. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> dear listeners, don't worry. This is made up, but I'm going to act as if it's completely real. Oh, I mean, so we think. We God. have no confirmation. Okay, true. Okay, so first of all, disclosure time. Um, <laughs> Blood makes me feel not awesome, so I'm going to like mm-hmm. power through. Yeah. Um, but first of all, that is incredibly unsanitary. Don't do mm-hmm. that. Second of all, it's you, the majority of what you know happens every month. What come, I'm trying not to be explicit, but the majority of what's <laughs> in your your menstruation um, isn't blood. It's not, no, just it, it's not blood. It is your natural it just looks like fluid it. and like a teeny yeah. teeny bit of blood and like other stuff. So. Um, I mean, it's a very ineffective way of turning someone into a vampire. If you're going for the blood aspect, I'd, you know, mm-hmm. recommend something else. Leeches, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so rogue. You're like reading it like, la la la, vampire movie marathon. Anyway, I've been experimenting with eating my own blood. It's like, oh my god, miss. Me. Also, I don't think it would work if you ate your own blood. That seems like a cop out to me. Yeah. You need to eat someone else's. I think you We're not like... advocating eating other people's blood, but. No, we are not. We are not, we are not. But if you're going off traditional, so not not Twilight vampires, but if we're going off traditional vampire turning ceremonies, the um, the one under the thrall, mm-hmm. which is vampire spell to make you be their servant, the one that's under the thrall needs to have their blood drunk, and then they also need to drink the blood of the vampire. And it's actually, depending on which law you use it can be like a little just a little slurpy slurp or it can be be that they are basically like drained Mm -hmm. and then they kind of get it like pumped back into them by the other Mm. vampire i mean it gives me some questions about vampire physiology because how are they producing the blood do they have like an anti 
respiratory system? Sure. What's going yeah. on there? Um, so, I mean, so either way, this is very ineffective because she's not a vampire herself. Yeah, so she's yet. just doing cannibalism really um, <laughs> at this point. So she's just doing, she's, well, auto-cannibalism for her and then technically, is it cannibalism? Self-cannibalism. If if you extend cannibalism oh, yeah, to eating any yeah. humanness, yeah. If you so, yeah. If we if we extend cannibalism, yeah. um, I think also the main other issue is that this is completely non-consensual, yeah. and that's Yucky. not cool. Maybe your boyfriend would be totes fine with it. Maybe that's his <laughs> thing. I'm not gonna yeah. yuck you, yum. I mean, I am. This is incredibly insanitary. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> and if you are gonna foray into vampire type things, you need to be incredibly <laughs> careful. So, um. The, the human mouth is hella nasty, yeah, don't guys. Like, that. <laughs> like it, it's hella nasty. So, um, <laughs> I'm just like, here's your tips for vampire <laughs> nonsense. Um, do I have anything else to say? I don't know. Maybe you know what would be nicer if maybe they would just gotten those like little fake vials of yeah just do it for vibes both warm one of those yeah just use red food coloring and vibe you know i mean you need to be weird don't like non-consensually turn your boyfriend into a vampire yeah like even if that's how it works like come on now yeah like ask first we always ask before we do these things (laughs) i mean i know i'd be hella pissed if i woke up one day and i was like well i'm a vampire now (laughs) You mean to tell me the delicious sketty I've been eating? Blood this whole not time. Not sketty this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that like? I mean, honestly, correct me if I'm wrong. But I swear, there's like an urban legend about this happening, but just to make your husband not cheat. Probably. On you. I know it's an urban. It's definitely an urban legend. There might be like some like fun blood magic that. witch vibes. I don't know. I'm a witch. Oh. Who rich listening? Let us know. I don't think the phrase fun and blood magic deserve to <laughs> Don't cancel together. me. <laughs> as far as I'm... Don't cancel Katie. Um, but as far as I have gleaned from witch TikTok, blood magic bad. Don't do it. Unless you're like okay with that kind of stuff, <laughs> I guess. But I just don't... Like, yeah, we're not advocating for blood magic. <laughs> we're not advocating for blood magic. We're also not advocating for feeding blood no to No blood involved to our names. Thank you. There's no blood... <laughs> Unless it's consensual, I guess. Right. Oh my god. I You slapped me in the face so hard with this one, I just wasn't <laughs> expecting. I thought it was going to be like, my boyfriend's a goth and he doesn't sleep and he stays out at night. And I was going to say, well, baby girl, he's just a goth with a monster energy addiction. Baby girl, he's just several gnomes in a trench coat, a la um, <laughs> Gravity Falls. <laughs> oh, I, honestly, I will say, that twist, <laughs> oh my god. I will never recover from that. that- a better twist than the Twilight reveal. Yeah, better twist than the Twilight reveal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, do we want to do another question, or should we save them for next Honestly, week? Honestly, I want to do another one, because that's drained me. Like, that's actually drained the energy from me. Okay, let's finish. Let's finish with a short yeah, one. Um, let me have a look. Yeah, that one's a bit deep. Um, yeah, this is just a single line. Aren't Justin Bieber and Twilight fans who accuse haters of both being jealous of Justin Bieber and Twilight stupid? Question mark. Okay, right. <laughs> That's from a decade ago as well. Hey, teen boy. <laughs> I see that you're upset that the girls in your class aren't paying attention to you because you can't sing, you don't have swooshy hair, and you're also not a vampire. They're not stupid. <laughs> like, no. Young, like, teen boys hate boy bands because they're jealous 
young bo- teenage boys hated Twilight because they were jealous because suddenly these girls were like... Well, it's because girl things aren't cool, you know what I mean? It's because girl things aren't cool and it's also because girls tend to get crushes on, like, made-up or famous nice, dudes. Nice, unattainable yep. celebrities that are not scary. Exactly, because yeah. project <laughs> all your fancies onto them. You will never meet them and if you do, it'll be for five seconds and a selfie. And, you know, they're safe, they're not... They're nice... They sing songs that feel like they're written for you, and um, it's mm-hmm. nice. I recently re-listened to like the early One Direction discography, mm. and I was like, "Gee whiz, mm. this is all just very respectful." Yeah. it's all like, "Girl, you're so pretty. Want to take you to my friends, and we'll hang out, and they'll say how pretty you are, and then I'll take you home, and we'll eat oh. pizza, and we're friends, and we're in love." And I'm like, "This is so positive." Same with <laughs> So many of Justin Bieber's early songs. Like early days, yeah. Hey girl, I love you so much, but I just don't know how to tell you I love you. Which, oh my god, that's the dream. The dream. All I want is for a boy to dance on a bowling alley singing about how much he loves me. (laughs) Like, you know, so the people who say that the haters are just jealous, they're not stupid. They're actually doing some hella good psychology (laughs) on you because the fact of the matter is you're not jealous of Justin Bieber or Edward Cullen per se, but you are hella jealous of no. the attention that they get. Because that attention is not going to be Absolutely. And it's just not. Yeah. Shall I read you the um, top response? Yes, the top response, and this account is no longer active, so I don't feel bad reading the name, but the account is from 10 years ago, and it's Fireheart, and then a load of numbers. And the answer is just undeniably. But then the source is the world around us is so stuck in a pit of rom- romance garbage and pop music. Wake me up when the world stops caring about the newest male actor's haircut. <laughs> okay, that, right. I can't decide if that is like a 30 year old man who thinks he's like hella smart because he's an atheist or like a teen girl who's like, <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I don't even care about boys. I know. I may have to, in my own time, do a deep dive into this person's account just to see what their vibe is, oh, see what do. other questions they've answered. Yeah, so we can find out who they are. Like, like, yeah. I mean, I get it. We all have a not like other girls phase. Because, you know, that's how we respond to sexism, mm-hmm. basically. That's how we're brought up. That's how we're brought yeah. up. Everyone, everyone wants to be special and unique. And everyone's everyone is. Sorry, but... this is very funny. Um, so this guy's... Um, mm-hmm answers are um so he's very he answers a lot of relationship questions right so we've decided um, it's a man someone's yeah someone okay. was like um i think i'm in love and he's a guy here you're not in oh. love you're in love with the idea of being in love you want to marry someone have kids and he's the variable you're missing but that's all he is a variable a variable that will be placed multiple times and your dream will be over and that goes on for um multiple paragraphs wow. And then he also answers a lot of um, sex questions, a lot of questions telling women not to be sluts. So we don't like him. Right. So I don't mind bullying him. So Hello. the answer is solved. <laughs> it's a 30-year-old man who thinks he's clever because he's an atheist. Right, okay, so... Or it's like a 22-year-old in a band. Oh my god, right. <laughs> right, so first of all, I mean, uh, yeah, if your goals in life are to get married and have children, then yes, you do have a missing variable of a partner. That's you're not smart for saying that. That's just correct. Like yeah. that's just that's yeah, obviously. Oh, uh, at one point he talks about his fifteenth birthday. Oh my um, god! So I think, um, no. yeah, he might. He's talking about it in retrospect. Like someone okay. was talking about how bad their birthday was, and he said, "Well, my fifteenth, but like 
I don't remember my 15th now, so I assume he's 18 or under. And because he's 18 or under, I will stop talking about him, even though this was a decade ago, so he is 28 now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still, I don't want to read this child's answers. Uh-huh. Yeah. But anyway, that probably wraps us up for today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was a lot. Well, I that chapter was boring, oh, God, but so boring. I enjoyed where we took it. <laughs> we'll do this again next time we have a fifteen-page nothing yes, chapter. <laughs> and if you have, if you find anything Twilight-related on the internet, I'm talking memes. I'm talking Yahoo answers. I'm talking Reddit posts. Right, send them our way, and we will read them out. Yeah. If you'd like to name this section for us as yeah. well, because I don't have a snappy title, yeah. let us know. If not, I'll make Liv come up with one for next week. I will, week. I'll do it. <laughs> yes, Katie. I'm not me, where it's like, come on, darling, time for your title selection. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right. Good. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We're Midnight Farm Pod on Instagram, on TikTok, on Tumblr. And we're midnightfunpod at gmail.com on email. Yeah. If you want to chat with us, send us anything in. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, you know, questions, comments, etc. Um, mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed listening. This has been Chapter 14, Closer. Ooh la la. And next week, we have Chapter 15, Probability. Ooh. Ooh. It's not meadow time yet, right? It's not, it's not quite the meadow. Almost. Or is it? Oh. I think we'll just get a car ride if we're lucky, or maybe it'll just be, it might just be the Alice and Edward conversation. You know what I hope for? We'll see. We we launch out of um, Edward and Bella's nonsense and we just watch Charlie fish for three hours. I would love that. That would be so chill. I hope that Edward psychically tunes in to see what he's up to and just, obviously you can't read his thoughts, but just feels the vibe of how one's fishing's going. Right, okay, so. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Steffi Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own. And remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends.